our God. We lift you up, Lord. Your gifts and power. Yes, Lord. We magnify you. We glorify you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. We honor you tonight, God. We honor you, Lord. And your will will be done in his life, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. In his family's life, Lord God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And we, Thank you, we Lord. speak a hedge of protection yes. over him in the name of yes, Jesus. Lord, in we the speak name that Jesus. no weapon formed against him shall prosper. In Jesus. the name of Jesus. In the name of we Jesus. just bless your name, yes, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for a man after your own glory, heart, Lord God. Glory, glory. We just thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah.
Every person who is supposed to be a part of this body, yes, we call the Jesus by the authority of the Holy Spirit tonight. Yes, Lord. In the name, in of, the name Jesus. of Jesus, we speak to the in south, the, the east, Jesus. and the west, we and we command you to be everyone in the name of Jesus. In the name of that Jesus, has been yes, and to be saved and planted and strengthened and established in this church, in yes, this Lord. body of Christ. Yes, we Lord. just bless your name, in Lord the name God. Of Jesus. We honor you, Lord God. You tonight, we honor you, God. Lord God, and we ask you to yes, dispatch Lord. angels, Thank Father you, God, Jesus. to minister you, to Lord. the heirs of salvation yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, we Lord. We hallow in your name, name Lord God. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Hallelujah. Lord God. Hallelujah. We seek your Thank face, you, Lord. Lord God. Yes, Thank you, yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For you alone are worthy. Thank you, Jesus. We bless that wonderful yes. name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. We glorify Hallelujah. you. We magnify Hallelujah. you. We lift yes. your holy name, Lord yes, God. Lord. In we the pray name for of the Jesus. president of the United States of America today. Yes. Father we God, and we speak God. that your will be done. Jesus. Your kingdom will come in his life, Lord God. Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we pray, Lord thank God, you, Lord. that you will give him the wisdom of God in the yes. name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Show him how to run this country, Lord God. Yes, We thank Lord. you, Lord God, for holy men of valor tonight, Lord God. Yes, We Lord. bless your name, Lord God. Yes. We thank you for men that pray unto you and obey your word, Lord God. Yes. We thank you, Lord God. Yes, We Lord. thank you, Lord God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless Hallelujah. your holy name, Lord Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord God. Yes, We Lord. bless your name, Lord God. Yes. And we pray, Lord God, that his family, Lord God. Yes, We Lord. pray a hedge of protection around them, Lord God. Yes. Yes, and we Lord. pray, Lord God, that your blood will cover them in yes. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bless your name, in Lord the name Jesus. Of Jesus. We honor you, yes, Lord God. Thank we you, pray Jesus. for all of our nation leaders yes, tonight, Lord, Lord God. Yes. We Hallelujah. pray, Lord God, that your people will pray, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We pray that your people Thank will keep you, your word, Lord keep God. Them, Lord. Thank by you, Lord. The power Thank of you, the Lord. Holy Ghost, Father Thank God. You, Jerusalem tonight, Lord God. Yes, we pray for hallelujah. the success of Israel tonight, Lord yes, God. Lord. Thank Your you, holy Jesus. nation, Lord God. Yes. We thank you, Lord thank God. You, Lord. We thank you, Lord. you, Lord God. We thank bless you, Lord. your holy name, yes, Lord God. Thank we ask you, you to Jesus. give us this day our thank daily you, bread. 
Jesus. Lord God. Hallelujah. Father God, we, we thank you, Lord God, God, for giving us yes, all Lord, that we, we need to plan it all our needs, we Father thank God. You tonight, God. We thank you, we Lord thank God. You for just being we God. thank you that you're Jehovah Jireh, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you that your grace is sufficient for us, Lord God. We thank you for your mercy, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your love, Father God, in our hearts tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We bless the woman of God that's going to come forth, Lord God. Thank give you, to us the word in season yes, tonight, Lord, Lord God. Thank a you, word Jesus. that will break the yokes of burdens yes, out of lives of your people, thank Lord you, God. Lord. We thank, thank you Jesus. for her, Lord God. Yes, and we plead the blood of Jesus, Jesus over her in the, in name, the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. That the word will flow in unhindered the in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. We thank, thank you, Lord, Lord God. Yes, we Lord. thank you for deliverance, Lord God. Tonight, God. We thank we you, thank Lord you Jesus. God. We Hallelujah. thank you for freedom tonight, yes, Lord God. We in thank you, Lord Jesus. God. We bless your holy name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Let we your anointing you, flow unhindered Let your will tonight be in done, the name God. of Jesus. God, we Let thank you for what you're going to do tonight, God. We thank you for what you already done, God. Move by your Holy Spirit. God. Oh God, Lord let your will be done tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify Hallelujah. you, Lord. We magnify you. you Lord. We bless your name, yes, Father God. We thank, thank you, you in advance for what thank you're going you, to do, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you in advance, thank you, Father God, for burdens yes, being lifted and yokes being you, destroyed. Lord. We thank, thank you, you Father God, you, for relationships being thank restored you, tonight, Lord God. Thank you, we thank you, Lord Jesus. God, that the lost Jesus. will be found, Lord Jesus. God. We thank, thank you for you, salvation Lord. to the lost, you, Father God. Thank we glorify you, Lord, Lord God. We yes, bless Lord. your name, Lord yes, God. Lord. We honor you, we Lord honor God. You tonight, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. You're worthy, Hallelujah. Lord God. Hallelujah. You're worthy of all thank of our you, praise, Lord you God. To be your praised. Word, you Lord God. To be we hallow you your name, Lord God. We lift your name Thank on high, Lord. Lord God. Lord. We bless your name, bless Lord your God. Name. Hallelujah. We give you Hallelujah. the highest praise tonight, Hallelujah. Lord God. For you're worthy, Lord God. Yes, you're worthy, yes, Lord God. Lord. We Thank bless you, Lord God. Thank we you, sanctify Lord. your name, Thank Lord God. Hallelujah. We honor Hallelujah. you, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. We ask you, Lord, to forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, Lord God. Help us to get along with everybody, Lord God. If anything in our hearts, Lord God, like unforgiveness, we ask you to move it right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for forgiving us, Lord God. Help us to forgive others, Lord God. Father God, we just bless your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you that you're our banner, Lord God. You fight our battles, Father God. Father God. God, we thank you, Lord yes, God, Lord. that we don't thank have to try Jesus. to fight our own battles, Lord, Lord God. 
You're our battle axe, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you that you care for us, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God. We thank you that you're mindful of us, Lord God. And you know all about us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let your will be done, let your kingdom come in this place tonight, Lord God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We honor you, you, Lord God. We, we honor thank you, you for Lord God. Thank you, God. We bless your name, yes, Lord God. We thank you for, we the thank you for meeting all of our yes. needs, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you feed yes. us, Father Hallelujah. God. You're Hallelujah. the bread of life, Lord yes. God. And we thank yes, you, Lord, Lord. God. We thank, thank you, Lord. you, Lord God. Yes. We thank you, Father thank God. You, Lord. Thank Hallelujah. you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank we you, Jesus. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We hallow your we name, honor Lord you God. Tonight, God. We, we glorify honor. you, yes. Lord. We lift you up, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for who you are and what yes, you're doing, Lord, Lord God. Yes, thank we you, thank Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood yes. of the Lamb, Lord God. Yes. We honor you, Lord God. We bless we bless your name, Father we God. You tonight, we Father. thank you for bringing us yes. out, Lord yeah, God. We thank you for thank delivering you, us from our sins, yes, Father Lord. God. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you, Lord, that you love us thank with an unfailing love, Father God. Yes, we thank you, Lord, Jesus. to the love of our souls yes, tonight, Lord hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank bless you, your Jesus. name, Lord. We honor you, Lord we God. You tonight, thank God. you, Lord God. We're the apple of your eye, Lord God. And you're the apple of our eyes. Lord yes, God, we thank yes. you, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank we you, love Lord. you, Lord God. Yes. We love you, Jesus. Lord God. Yes. We, we love, love you, Lord, Lord. for you first we loved love us, you, Lord God. We love thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for such thank a time you, as this, Lord God. Yes. We thank you for the thank anointing you. of your Holy Spirit Holy in this place, Lord God. Spirit. We thank you for Holy the anointing Spirit. of your Holy Spirit, Lord Holy God. Spirit. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We, we thank, thank you for, for doing a new Spirit. thing in us tonight, thank Lord you for God. The Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord yes, God, Lord. we would no longer thank be the you, same, Jesus. Father God. Yes, Lord. We thank you for this revival, Lord God. Thank you for the revival. Revive us, Lord yes, God. Lord. For the revive, revive us, Lord God. God. Yes, Help us to begin to walk in our purpose, Lord God. Help us to begin to walk in our purpose. Lord yes, God, Lord. in thank our anointing, Jesus. Lord God, Father Jesus. God, we thank you tonight, thank you, Lord, Lord God. God. We, we honor you, Lord, Lord God. God. We thank we you. We bless God. that wonderful yes. name of Jesus. Jesus, Hallelujah. Jesus. You're worthy, Jesus. Lord God. You're you worthy. We you honor you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord yes, God. Lord, we Hallelujah. honor you. God. Thank you, Lord we God. You. We ask Not you to set the throne of we our hearts, Lord God. God. We, we surrender all to you, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We are to all to you. We freely give, Lord God. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. We Hallelujah. thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Oh, we bless your name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank glorify you, Lord, you, Lord God. We, we thank you, Lord God. God. 
We, we thank, thank you, Lord, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, we Jesus. thank you that you're our Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, you're our Lord. Father, Lord you're God. Father. You're my yes, Father, Lord, Lord God. Yes, and I thank you, yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord. I thank you that I can call yes, you Daddy. Yes, thank yes, you, Lord God. Yes, Lord. I can call you Daddy yes, tonight, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, thank Daddy. You, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord thank God. You, Lord. We thank, thank you that you, we've Jesus. been set free. Lord God. Yes. We thank, thank you, you that you call us your children, Lord God. Yes. We thank yes, you, Lord, Lord God, that you yes, love us, Lord. Lord God. Yes, Lord. We thank you, thank Lord you, God. Jesus. We honor you, Lord thank God. You, Jesus. We bless your we name, bless Lord your God. Name. We bless we your thank name. you, Lord God, oh, for the honor, Lord God, hallelujah. to come before yes, your presence, Lord, Lord thank God. You, we seek your face, thank Lord God. Thank you, We seek your face tonight, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord. We honor you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for this day and this time, Lord God. We thank you for raising us up, Lord God. We thank you for making us heirs of salvation, Lord God. We thank you for meeting all of our needs, Father God. We thank you that we lack nothing in the name of Jesus. We bless your name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you make us rich, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your blessings, Father God. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we're wealthy, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for opening up doors for us. Yes, Lord. Pouring out blessings, Father God. Thank you, Lord. We honor your name, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We bless your name, Lord God. Yes, thank you. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. For you alone are worthy. You alone are worthy. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lord God. Thank, thank, you, Lord. Lord. Thank, you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We Hallelujah. Let us that you anoint to fall down thank like rain Lord. upon us tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Let some drops fall on us, Lord God. Let some drops fall on us, Lord God. Let some drops fall on us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We magnify you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah to your name, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy. You're worthy, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for honoring our prayer tonight, Lord God. We pray that each and every one would be blessed on this service tonight, Lord God. That yokes would be destroyed and burdens would be lifted out of the lives of your people, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. And Father God, we just bless your name. Yes, Lord. And I ask everyone to repeat after me. Yes, Lord. We believe. We believe. And we receive. And we receive. All the things that we pray for on this day. All the things that we pray for on this day. Shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
Oh, y'all, y'all don't have to stop right there. Y'all keep on praising him. He's still good. Hallelujah. He's a good God. All day long, all night long. Glory. Hallelujah. How many of you realize that as you come in those doors, you're leaving your problems at the door? So that means we free up in the house of the Lord. That means all your burdens have been lifted. Whatever you thought you couldn't handle, you left it at the altar when you walked in. So feel free to give God glory and praise as long as you're hearing the music and the word going forward. Just praise him with your whole heart. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is good. Amen. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together tonight. Stand on your feet. The Bible says... The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. How many of you believe it tonight? Hallelujah. Come on. Let's Come on, clap those hands. All ye people and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. He's good. Come on, let's say it. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Your mercy endures forever. People from 
Hallelujah. Come on and lift your hands to the Lord. He's worthy tonight. His name is Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus again. Come on, just call his name. The Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. The song says, Jesus, Jesus, at the mention of your name, every knee shall bow and tongue proclaim, Jesus, Jesus, you 
Because we stop singing, or you can praise them, keep on giving him glory. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, he's worthy of all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome once again to the Ark of Salvation. I trust that you will receive the blessing that you have come here for. This is the third night. I trust that you all have all followed the instructions. You've been here all three nights. You've gotten here on time and that you are paying attention. Pretty simple, right? But any one of those can just really mess us up, missing any one of those. So I'm just glad to see the faces. Glad that you could join us on a Saturday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This has been a weekend that will transform us, and it will transform the ark. And we're experiencing experiencing it already. So thank you for being a part of our history. We don't always have a women's revival. We have different formats each year for our revival. We've had couple seminars, we've had health seminars, we've had financial seminars, we've had motivational speakers. So you are a part of history. You're helping to write it by being here because you are a chosen people to be here tonight. So we are going to move on with our program. And I would like to ask Miss Lynn Smith to come for our prayer. And immediately following that, the scripture by Miss Dorian Sanders. As we draw to um, the end of the Sabbath today, we want to give God glory, honor, and praise for his Sabbath today. His rest is day of rest. Hallelujah. And as we draw to an end of our revival, it's not over yet, but we just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done these three days, that we have three nights, brother, that we have been here. And Father, we ask you to as we come before you, the throne of glory, the throne room, O oh Lord, we come before you. We thank you, Jesus, that we don't have to go through the holy of holies. We don't have to go behind a veil anymore. Because, Jesus, you made it where we can go boldly before the throne and ask for grace and mercy at our times of need. And, Father, we ask that you do a Holy Ghost incision into the hearts of the women who have come here And, Father, as you cut covenant with Abraham, you walked among the pieces. Father, we ask that you walk among the hearts of the women who have come here. Father, cut covenant with us again, O Lord. Cleanse the hearts of things that the world has put into us. Father, cleanse the hearts and make us clean, white as snow. 
Give us right spirits, O Lord, that we can receive the word that will be coming forth from the guest speaker tonight. Father, we ask that you let your goodness fall and open the gates of heaven and let your goodness, O Lord, fall down upon this sanctuary. And Father, the glory from your goodness will empower the word that we're going to receive tonight. All this we ask, Father, in the mighty and glorious name, Yeshua HaMashiach HaSekano, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen and Selah. Thank you, Miss Tracy. Praise God, church. Everyone go ahead and get your programs out. All right. I'm going to share with you today's scripture, but not just any scripture. I'm going to read to you verses from our very own vitamin verse. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, Vitamin Verse is a study program that was implemented to help learn and understand one Bible verse per week. Isn't that awesome? You all go ahead and give that a, a round of applause. Now, Vitamin Verse covers seven basic areas. I'm going to try to remember these by heart. The Word, of course, faith, healing, relationship, obedience, prosperity, and of course, salvation. Did I get all seven, Pastor? Y'all, give me an amen. Now listen, church, I want to share this with you all. I'm sure most of us take some sort of vitamin or a nutritional supplement daily to help nourish our body. But we also need to take something or to do something that will help nourish our mind and our spirit. And vitamin verse is an excellent source to do that. So for anyone that's interested in this study program, please visit vitaminverse.com. I'm going to go ahead and share four, actually five, vitamin verses. Um, this is our fifth week. Like I said, it's a study program, and we are learning one verse per week. The very first one is not listed, but it's from the very first book of the chapter uh, of the Bible, Genesis 1, which reads, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The second um, vitamin verse is Philippians 4.13, and I'm going to go ahead and read from the bottom up. Philippians 4.13, I can do... All things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Week three, Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Week four, Psalms 119.11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. That's powerful. Week 5, Matthew 8, 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. At this time, I would like for the beautiful evangelist Walton to come forward and give us our welcome. 
And immediately following her, we will have the lovely Miss Sabrina King to give us our announcements. God bless you. On behalf of the Ark of Salvation, our pastors, and the entire organization, I'd like to welcome you on behalf of everyone. We are glad that you came tonight. We hope that you will be inspired and motivated to a greater work of God. Not only do I welcome you, I also welcome our special guest speaker, we are thankful for her anointing. We pray that her spirit will permeate this room. Make her mouth as a pen of a ready writer. Anoint her lips of clay that they may be endowed with powerful and high. That God will quicken her spirit and give her agility of wit and sharpness of mind. That she will be able to articulate the oracles of God. We bind any spirit that may come against this, this revival. And we pray for a life-changing experience. That when we leave here, we will shout like David. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. We ask that if you have a spectator spirit, that you'll shake it off right now. Because God needs to be praised. God wants to be praised. He needs to be praised. And it doesn't matter how you feel. The Bible says, put thee on the Lord Jesus. Put him on. He will give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You have to put on the Lord Jesus. And we need his grace to abound. Because some mother here is on her knees. Her son is in jail. Some wife is going through turmoil. Her marriage is going through hell. We ask that God will let his grace abound. Let him bombard us with his grace. We need him. Let him know that we... And we will have him and we will need him in the, the in the furnace of our afflictions. That we need him in the midst of our agony. That we need him when lights are low and crowds are thin. And if you have been inspired, if you have been inspired and you are ready to continue this, then we can continue this tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Feel free to come back tomorrow at 11 o'clock for our Sunday morning service. As we turn this thing over to the brothers and they do what they do like they do. We welcome you to come back again and again and again. God bless you. of obedience for this revival the first one was be on time the second was come each night and the third one was to pay attention it's very important to pay attention so we must keep that in mind to pay attention um, please be sure to turn off all cell phones if you have cell phones please turn them off the nursery is open for any small kids that may make noise to my right, straight down to the left, is the uh, nursery. Um, our regular service is on Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. I mean, 12.30 noon, with Pastor Nathaniel Bronner, Jr. and the Weekend Word on Thursday from 7 
to 8 p.m. with Elijah Bronner. Sunday school and adult class is held at 10 a.m. on Sunday. An accessory prayer begins at 10.25 a.m. Prayer hours is at noon on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Fitness class are held Monday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. and Thursday from 8.25 to 9.25 p.m. Thank you. You know, the thing about being up front is that when you make a misstep or do something uh, that that's not on the program, that everyone knows it, except you maybe. And I didn't realize it, but I have skipped over our musical guest, Regina Burden. So what we're going to do... We are going to have the offering, and I guess you're Miss Burden. Where's Miss Burden? Okay, hi, Miss Burden. <laughs> she is going to bless us in song during the offering and after the offering. How many songs do you have? want you to sing as many as you want so <laughs> so at least during the offering and after the offering then we're going to introduce the speaker and you have to sing again so three times <laughs> so since I skipped over you at the beginning of the program you're not, not going to get a lot of rest in between songs so <laughs> but you're prepared okay but at this time, we are going to take our offering and let us give thanks unto God. We have instructions here to bow your head for 10 seconds and to just seek God for what you shall give. So let's do that at this time. For some of us, we know that our instruction is to tithe. For others, it just may be an offering. For others, it may be a tithe plus an offering. Whatever you're doing, though, you are giving it by faith. And you're giving it just as a small, small, extremely minute token of appreciation to God for all of his extreme, extreme blessings. He only asks for 10%, yet he just multiplies and multiplies everything that comes back to us. So I'm going to ask Miss Burden to come forward. Or...
Father, we thank you so much for the ability to give, God. We thank you for the sense to give and for just loving us, God. We thank you for just practically chasing us down with your blessings, God. When it seems like we don't even know what's going on, we're blessed anyway. We thank you, God, for just being so faithful to us, for giving us your mercy and your grace on a day-by-day basis. We thank you, God. We would be nothing without you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the name of Jesus. Come on, let's just continue to worship the name of Jesus. Lord, you're awesome. You're so worthy. We give you all the glory. We magnify you. Holy dove. Oh, my refuge. Come on, y'all. Worship with me. Worship. The only wise God I've seen. Oh, we magnify your name.
God is truly awesome in our lives. And I would say that that song was worth the wait in the program. Came at the right time. And I must say, before I give the introduction, that as we are in awe of God and everything that he does, you know, no matter how old you are, he's still going to do something that you haven't seen before. And during the course of this week, as I've been sitting in, it feels, I don't know, I'm saying week, it's just been a couple of days, but as I've been sitting in the balcony, I've truly, truly been in awe of everything that I've seen transpire over these last two nights. I've seen some things that I haven't seen before, and I've gotten a message that God is going to do some things that I haven't seen before. I must say that everyone has just been par excellent. The ushers, the ushers, (laughs) the ushers are in their usual uniform. We see see them in these same suits every Sunday. The, the suits that you've seen this, the past few nights. But it's just something about them for the past few nights. They've looked entirely different. Just a big glow around them. Our singers, our dancers, our hostesses, everything has just been par excellent. And of course, you, the congregation. Everything has just been superb, first class. And when we talk about things that you see that you have not seen before, one of those things was the way that First Lady Simone spoke to us last night. So God is always full of surprises. I mean, you don't want a boring God, do you? No. (laughs) And when you came up here last night and you talked about the ailments that you had been going through this week, and you talked about the pain in your neck and shoulder, well, the way that you described it is the exact pain that I've had in my neck and shoulder all week. And when I heard that, when I heard her say that, that's when I put it together. I was like, oh. I didn't even make a connection between that and the revival. But when you said that you'd had that same pain, it it immediately clicked for me of what was going on, but what was not going to happen, what was trying to go on. And not only, well, mine lasted, uh, I would say it started Tuesday started Tuesday, and uh, by the time the revival started on Thursday, I was fine. But I had another weird, small, little ailment that that occurred, and it was actually some kind of mouth sore that was preventing me from forming certain words and letters. So I'm like, 
how am I going to get up there and talk on Saturday night if I can't say the words that I want to say? So I got over that. So those are just some small items. And I know I, I didn't even mention them because they're just so small, and I knew that it would just be a matter of days and everything would be fine. But um, I just thought about the, the difference between when I get an ailment and say, when Pastor C. Logic gets an ailment. He can have a mosquito bite and he talks about it for a month. too long ago he had a scratch on his hand I'm, I don't and I had to look at it every day <laughs> he kept asking do you want to see my scratch I'm like not really but if I have to look at it then I'll look at it <laughs> but I'm up here now to introduce who I'm going to call my new best friend and I just saw her for the first time about 10 minutes ago when she walked out here and sat down. But when I progress through the introduction, you'll see why I call her that. When Pastor Nathaniel gave the first announcement about the revival and gave the names of the speakers, and he gave our speaker for tonight, gave her name, Pastor Cookie Rutledge, the first thing I thought about was, wow, I really like her name. And I really do. Because when you think of a cookie, it's got to be something sweet, right? Everybody is familiar with a cookie that brings you down. You're a pastor and you have great accolades, but cookie kind of keeps you on a, a level with everybody. Level playing field, so to speak. But I really liked your name. It just sounded very, very perky and like you were a fun person. <laughs> But Pastor Cookie Rutledge is a native of San Diego, California. At the age of five years old, she heard the voice of the Lord call her to be his instrument. And while the Christian community believed her story, mainly because of the spiritual song that accompanied the call, no one really knew what to do with the young girl who had heard from God. But her mother wisely decided to keep her involved in church work and full of God's word. And she knew that God would work out his plan in her daughter. And for her part, her mother also made sure that she took Cookie to every tent revival and healing meeting within an hour's drive of San Diego. It was while in those tent meetings, as a young child, looking at the sick and afflicted, that Cookie knew she was called to a healing ministry. She showed an early aptitude for academics. This was encouraged by her mother, who believed that women should be educated as well as men. After completing high school in San Diego, Cookie went on to receive her bachelor's from Pepperdine University in Malibu, California, and her master of education from Harvard University in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So while completing her studies at Harvard, Cookie discerned that it was time to begin her ministry. 
She worked alongside the church mothers at Regent Street Church of God in Christ during her four-year tenure in Boston. And one Sunday afternoon, while spending time at the altar, one of the church mothers prophesied over her, your husband will be a pastor. You are a pastor's wife. So once her studies were completed in Cambridge, Cookie returned home to live with her parents. Through the guidance of a vision, God led her to Palos Verdes Faith Center to be trained under the healing ministry of Dr. Ed Dufresne. While there, God further instructed Cookie through a word of wisdom, your ministry will include one to children. Three years later, Cookie left her home in California and traveled to Detroit to develop and organize a Christian school. She also founded the Works of Jesus Ministries while she sat there and began her healing ministry in earnest. So she's known from an early, early age what she was called to do and stayed on that path. And she listened to all the prophecies and all the visions that came to her. And she has seen them come to pass, and I'm sure there will be even more. But the older I get, and I do thank God that I am getting older, the more I understand how certain ideas and events and people who have been in your life, uh, it it all puts you on a a path, a a, a path, and everybody has a different path. And those, these things are put into motion centuries before the world began to, to bring you to where you are today. It's a convergence, if you want to use that word, because all the paths, all the points are starting to come together. That's when you start to understand things a little bit more. I wouldn't say I'm at a crossroads or an intersection. I'm witnessing more of where I'm seeing how God has put things into into motion. And I wouldn't understand it even if I knew it when it happened, but I understand it the older I get and the more I see. So... So as... Pastor Nathaniel laid out the programs for each night. He chose a moderator for each night. And I like how it seems as though each moderator had the most kindred, spirited speaker (laughs) to introduce. Stephanie had Dr. B. Oh, is she here? Oh! Well, we're glad to have you back this evening. Yes, yes. Miss Simone had our speaker last night. And the reason I'm going to call you my new best friend is because I have, um, I have four kids. I have three teenagers and a one-year-old. So with the teenagers, we started a long, long time ago with them. You have to go to college You, at a minimum. You have to go to college at a minimum. You can do whatever you want to do after that, but you got to go and you got to finish. And with one of my kids, 
I don't know where they are, but where are they? <laughs> um, so we started out telling them they have to go to college, and then we refined it um, as they got a little bit older. So uh, with my oldest daughter, um, you, you really just have to know her, but she's she needs to go somewhere like New York or California just to be in the glitz and glamour. My second, my son is, um, he likes sports and he's also very smart. So we said, okay, well, Duke would be a good school for you because it's got academics, got good sports teams. So, you know, we're just laying out colleges. Um, and, you know, they're just, you know, third, fourth grade and we're just picking out schools. And, um, and with my second daughter, ever since about fourth or fifth grade, she's been saying that she wants to go to Harvard. And as I continue through her bio, she has a daughter who is a sophomore at Harvard University as well. So she got her master's from Harvard and her daughter attends Harvard. So, new best friend. I need you to take me through the steps that you went through to get your daughter into Harvard. (laughs) And today, of course, she pastors in Fort Wayne, Indiana, with her husband, Pastor Rutledge. Please stand. They pastor the Fort Wayne Christian Center, and she serves as the co-pastor under his loving and watchful guidance and encouragement. And I present to you, after our singer, didn't forget this time, Pastor Cookie Rutledge. Wonderful to be here in the presence of the Lord. I like this church. I like this church. This is good ground. Good ground. As you can, I guess you know I'm a worshiper. I love God with all of my heart. He healed me of cancer. The doctor said that. doctor said I wasn't going to sing anymore so every chance I get I give God all the glory and I remember I remember see I didn't realize that God was was choosing me and all this stuff and establishing me and all and I didn't understand what was going on so you know what we do we go to things to try to dissipate pain in our lives and I became a drug addict (laughs) Woo! maybe this will help somebody (laughs) but I remember the day when he healed me and delivered me and set me free from drugs now I am Jesus. Woo! 
absolute favorite song. <laughs> My absolute favorite song. And I almost called the ark this week to ask, could you have someone sing that? And the Holy Spirit told me, he said, you just let me handle all those things. Because he wanted me to handle this message for the evening. Mm. Wow, you may be seated. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. My absolute favorite song. Glory to God. Give an honor to God, first of all, and then to Pastor Nate Bronner. Pastor Nate Bronner. <laughs> Mother Bronner, do you know something about Pastor Nate Bronner? <laughs> Love you. Love you. Love you. You made him come. I just have to tell you this little bit about Pastor Nate Bronner before he was Pastor Nate Bronner. I want to go back in time about 25 years ago. Did you know him then, Sister Simone? <laughs> he was a little bit resistant <laughs> to being in church that Saturday evening. <laughs> Just a little bit resistant, we'll say. But I always tell parents, that's why God put you in charge. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm an old-fashioned mother, and I don't believe in this stuff about you ask your kids if they want to go to church. No. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. You take them. You take them. Even when their faces are, you know, clouded over and they're pouting and whatever, you take them. Because some things can be taught and other things have to be caught. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a pleasure it is to be in the ark tonight. So I give honor to Pastor Nate Bronner, <laughs> Pastor C. Elijah, and Pastor James, and the First Ladies. First Lady Simone and First Lady Tracy. Uh, that's my new best friend, right? Okay, all right. I'm glad. And First Lady Stephanie, Reverend Stephanie. Where is she? Hi, Reverend Stephanie. It's good to see you. And uh, I want to thank, before I begin, uh, Miss Suzanne Ellis. Where is Sister? She is. Thank you, sweetie. You put up a lot with me, thank you. <laughs> Trying to coordinate everything. And Sister uh, Phyllis Smith, who was running all over Delta last night looking for me. Hi, honey. Thank you so much. And Reverend Williams, who transported us this evening. Where's Reverend Williams? Thank you. Thank you. Usually I'm following my husband, but tonight he's following me. <laughs> 
Pastor Ron Rutledge, who watches over me and uh, tells me when I'm out of order. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate it, not immediately, but I appreciate it. No, you know, I think we should be honest. I I don't appreciate it immediately. And I, 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 because the flesh doesn't like it. The flesh doesn't like being corrected. But it only takes me a few minutes to to get back in. And and I've learned immediately, though, to say thank you, even when there are tears in my eyes, because my husband corrects me the way I should be corrected. And 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 it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? To receive it. But it's always good. So thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray and then we'll get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this wonderful evening, this Moab, this special time, Father, that you have planned. And Father, I thank you, yes, that those things, Father, that you have said will come to pass, will come to pass this evening, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you have your Bibles with you, so open your Bibles, please, to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. I'm going to start at the first verse. And I'm going to uh, go and be led as the the Spirit of the Lord has led me because Pastor Nate Bronner has said I can do that. So in Mark chapter 5, verse 1, And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains." Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and they see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Hmm. Very, very interesting scripture, Mark chapter 5. Very interesting scripture about a man who had an unclean spirit. Now, when we see this word unclean spirit, I know a lot of times people get a little bit annoyed because they think that we're going to have to talk in the church about things that maybe are a little bit uncomfortable. But that's what the church is about. We're to talk about things that are uncomfortable or we can't grow. And so I want you to know that This man who had an unclean spirit had a spirit of 
perversion, had a spirit of immorality. Now, I want you to notice uh, here the Bible says that he'd been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder, that the chains could not hold him. He had this supernatural strength. And of course, the strength was not from God. It was from these demons that had possession of him. Now, I know we're in the 21st century and people don't like to talk about demonic spirits, but they're real. And God, God wants us in the body of Christ to recognize them and to know what to do about them. Now, you know, people are always trying to come at me uh, after I minister with this thing about, well, you know, you're too educated to believe that. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> my spirit man is more educated than my head. Has to be. Has to be. And you're in trouble if that's not the case. Yeah. God didn't make you an intellectual. God made you a spirit. You are a spirit being, Right. You have a soul, your mind, your will, and emotions, and you live in a physical body. And spirit beings, there are evil spirit beings out there. We know what happened when Lucifer was thrown out of heaven. I like to say he was kicked out of heaven, but the Bible said he was thrown out. So I have to be scriptural about that. Although I I, I really wish that Michael had kicked him out, but all right, I'll deal with the thrown out. And he came out with a, a third of the heavenly host, made the decision right? As my kids at school would say, duh, to go with him. And so that means that in our earth realm, there are evil spirits. Now we know the evil spirits that had this man under their power. You say, why? Because the Bible said there he was cutting himself. Huh? I have babies at school every day who have to wear long sleeves. Okay. Now, I know it's cold in Indiana, but in the summer, in April and May, when my babies are wearing long sleeves, I always go and I always check them because many of them have been cutting themselves. Hmm. Cutters. Cutters. The Bible said that he was shrieking and he was screaming. Cutting and shrieking and screaming. You know how we have uh, people who scream all the time, who shriek all the time? Hmm. And the Bible says that along with this, there was the spirit of self-mutilation and torture. I said to my babies when, I, when they're cutting themselves, some of them now have devised this uh, little thing where they get pencils instead and cut like initials into their arms and hands. Parents, when you see that, you know that something bad has happened to your child. And you had better not be in denial. Now, I told you I'm an old-fashioned mother. And so when, I, when God gave me this gift of a child, I asked the father... Uh, what he wanted me to do, how he wanted me to rear her. I recognized that her, the father, you know, I'm talking like my husband wasn't there. He was always there. But I was the person on the front line duty. He was at the church. Amen. Pastors, wives, you know what I'm talking about. And yes, they love us and whatever, but he had other responsibilities. There are more people in the church than just Cookie and our daughter, Ronnie Christina. 
And so the Holy Spirit said to me, uh, he said, I want you to put everything that I've put into you into her. He said, I'm going to pull you off the road. I used to be on the road and travel. He said, I'm going to pull you off the road until she's out of high school. And that's not what I said. (laughs) I said, Lord, you got to be kidding. (laughs) This kid can't even speak English. You know what I mean? I said, God, you have to be kidding. I'm going to have to be pulled off the road and I can't uh, go and preach and do whatever. He says, oh, yeah, I can, you know, teach Sunday school classes. Right. My husband gave me permission to teach a Sunday school class. My husband gave me permission to have a healing school once a week. Glory to God. But my primary responsibility was to mother. Was to mother. And you know how disdainful people consider that in today's world. Oh, you're just a mother? Yes, I'm a mother. What a tremendous ministry. Now, let me tell you why it's a tremendous ministry, mother. Because Satan is after our children. Yeah. You notice in the Bible that Herod came after Jesus when he was a baby. Right? It's easier to get them when they're small. Now, this is what God told me. He said, now, I want, you to, I want you to parent the way you've always preached. I want you to parent with enthusiasm. I want you to parent with that same zeal that you had when you're preaching. And then after she goes away to college, you can go out on the road again. Okay? And this were the reasons why. All of the slumber parties that our daughter attended were held at our house. I'm telling you something about this cutting thing. The slumber parties were at our house. We chaperoned every party she went to. Once she wanted, she was about 17, she wanted to go to a party. I said, Ronnie, I I didn't know anything about that party. She said, oh, mother, I decided not to tell you because I didn't want it to be a burden on you and daddy. And I said, said, well, daddy can't go, but mom will be ready. Give me a few minutes. Mom will be ready. explain something to you. Many, many, many of the homosexuals I know, and yes, I do have a ministry to homosexuals, and my homosexual friends, those have been delivered, tell me that it wasn't a choice cookie. When I was little, there was a person very often in the church. Can you say in the church? church. Say it again. Say in the church. church. Mm -hmm. There was a person in the church. That my mother trusted to bring me home after church. That my mother trusted in the choir, in the deacon board. I, I, oh, the, the stories. And Brother Lester Summerall told us when he was alive that these spirits are transferred through that, through transmission. There has to be transmission of those spirits. Now... You know, I'm not a doctor, and so I, I, I know I, I hear people in the gay community, uh, you know, tell me this stuff about how they were born. But I'm just telling you about my friends, right, who have, most of them now, who've been converted and changed. Some who's still trying to hang out there. <laughs> I tell them their time. But they all tell me the same story, that there was a person in their life who their parent trusted, who got a hold of them, and that unclean spirit. (laughs) 
parents, the slumber parties need to be at your house. <laughs> huh? Cutting themselves. Children who are suddenly having all these nightmares and who are having depression and you don't understand it. You need to ask the father about that. You need to be wise. In our family, my husband and I have both been accused, correctly so. You didn't let Ronnie come and spend the night at our house and with family. have been given and we all have been given in our children these precious treasures and we are the people who are supposed to oversee them and oversee their lives so yes people accused us and we always said yes that's right because we didn't let her go in even to visit certain homes unless we were there unless we were there it was no sending her People will try to be in denial about their brothers. People will try to be in denial about your uncle. You know he's a pervert. You know it. And then the fact that you would try to think, because see, the, the devil, right, he, he's a deceiver. You would try to think, well, I know what he's done in the past, but he wouldn't do with that with my child. Oh, yeah, he will. Oh, yeah, he will. How many times have I been in services and the Holy Spirit will say, I want to minister to women who've had, um, who've been uh, victimized in their lives or whatever. And it's basically in, in, in services where they're just women and they'll come up and they'll tell me these stories about things that have happened to them. Unclean spirit. And I've noticed as I've ministered to women who are cutters who are cutters. And when I talk to them about their history, they will always, always say it's something that uh, some kind of sexual immorality or perversion that went on and it was always with a family member or a close friend. Christians, we have to do it Christ's way. Amen. I want you to notice in the 13th uh, verse of Mark chapter 5, and forthwith Jesus gave them leave that these spirits said there was a legion, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea and were choked in the sea. At the end of that unclean spirit, what that unclean spirit wants to do is to drive you to suicide. When I talk to people and minister to people who want to commit suicide, it's generally something like this that's going on in their lives. Now, now, I'm not being accusatory, okay? The entrance of God's word gives us light. God's just given us light. Some of you have heard this many, many times, but you need to hear it again because it's easy to be in denial because, you know, you know, the, the devil, I have to, I have to give him credit for this. The devil will come and he will say, well, you know, that just couldn't be. I mean, in church, they're talking about those things. Try to get us spiritual. I mean, try to get us religious. We're not religious. We're spiritual. There's a difference. There's a difference. But I want you to notice the good news about this. 
that all the demons in hell, not a legion, not 6,000 demons, not the suicide demon, not that demon of self-mutilation, not that demon of uh, perversion, not that whole demon that tormented him, nothing could keep him from Jesus. Nothing could keep him from Jesus. Jesus told me a long time ago, I'm not embarrassed about the things that you do. I've seen it before. Huh? Jesus isn't embarrassed. When you sin, we have to learn to run to Jesus, not away from Jesus. Don't go to the back of the church. And I I know it's full tonight, so I'm not talking about you sitting in the back. But don't go to the back of the church when you sin. Come to the front. Come to the altar. Where Jesus is waiting for you. Jesus is not in the business of condemning. Jesus is in the business of reconciling and restoring. Jesus sent me along with all the other ministers here tonight to say he loves you. He accepts you. He forgives you. You're useful to him. You're useful to him. He needs you. He needs you. The next story in in Mark chapter 5 is the story about the woman with the issue of blood. So let's go on that. The 21st verse. And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogues, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. What a wonderful thing to come to the ark when you have someone who you know is sick to bring them to the ark, to go to their house, to dress them and to bring them. I believe that God wants the ark to have people brought in on the stretchers. I believe that God wants at the ark people who are in their hospital gowns, etc., to be brought here by people of faith who knows that Jesus is the healer. That Jesus is the healer. It's wonderful to have a church full of believers, but it's even more wonderful to have a church full of believers with each believer having brought a person who needs healing. That's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to extend this wonderful party that we have. Amen. When I was on the airplane, I was sitting next to a man who kept drinking and drinking and drinking. So I knew that he was afraid to fly. And so I reached over and I said, uh, you know, I told him my name and I said, how are you doing? You know, introduce myself, et cetera. And then I said, I see you're having a little problem. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, (laughs) (laughs) seems to me that you're having a little disturbance about flying. And I said, I I just wanted to offer my support. I said, "Uh, you know, I'll hold your hand and and you're going to be safe in the, you know, you're going to be safe in the air. And he said, well, how do I know that? I said, oh. Because I'm a messenger of God. I said, and, and I'm going to a big family reunion there in Atlanta, right? With my sisters and brothers. And God's going to make sure that I get there safely. We're going to fly through. There's not going to be any disturbance. Everything's going to be fine. This man looked at me. And maybe because it was so full of alcohol, maybe it was the anointing. I don't know. Or little, right? About, he said, okay. Put his hand in mine. We stayed there till he went to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. 
Jesus wants us to go about as he did, teaching and preaching and healing. Jesus wants us telling people that Jesus is the healer. You know, and and I'm all for prosperity. Praise God for prosperity. Praise God for all of that. We need money, don't we, to do, to put out the gospel. But if you are sick in your body, you're not going to be able to spend that money. So we're going (laughs) to... So we're going to have to do a lot of teaching on both prosperity and a lot of teaching on healing. And you're the ones to do it. So let's go to, so, so here's Jairus and, and he's talking to Jesus, but guess what happens? There was a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Look at that. Her money went because of her sickness. But when she heard of Jesus, she came in this multitude behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. (laughs) This woman came out to see Jesus, despite the fact that she wasn't supposed to come and see him. You know, when you invite people to be healed, a lot of times we, they, they think they're going to have to dress up or they think they're going to have to look a certain way. You bring them regardless of how they smell, regardless of how they're dressed, regardless of how they look. That means nothing to Jesus. Jesus wants them. This woman would have been killed if the priest, right, the priest, so-called priest, right, into uh, religious kinds of things had known about her. But then there was Jesus. So she took a risk. She came out knowing that she could be killed, knowing that she could be stoned, but she was going to Jesus. And look what Jesus did. Look what Jesus did. He took time out from Jairus to talk to this woman. To talk to this woman. I think she'd been reading Malachi. That the son of God was going to rise with healing in his wings. I think she'd been talking to some other women and they said, even if you can't get close to the master, even if you can't get close to this healer, they say, because he's a priest, that if you can just touch the hem of his garment, touch that blue tassel, you will be healed. Wonderful Jesus. There was a woman who had cancer and could not come to my healing services. And so the Holy Spirit told me uh, that day, he said, when you finish preaching today, uh, ministering on healing, I want you to take off your dress and I want you to put it in a bag. Don't wash it. And I want you to take it to her and I want you to wrap her in it. See, the priest used to wear those aprons. We don't think they look good with our outfits, (laughs) right? But they used to wear them because as you're ministering the word of God, the anointing of God comes upon you and that anointing goes through your body and into your clothing. As you've been here tonight and as you're here tonight, oh, hallelujah, the anointing of God is going into your clothing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For the son, 
the sun of righteousness is arising and there is healing in his garments. There's 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 healing in his garments. Glory to God. (laughs) She rehearsed what she was going to do because she believed that Jesus was the healer. We can't say it too much. Jesus is the healer. I have to tell my friends, Jesus is the healer. I tell people who come from churches where that's not taught, Jesus is the healer. See, thinking about daddy tonight, and I had to laugh because my daddy didn't get in my bio because daddy, wonderful man, was home and all that good stuff, good provider. But daddy didn't believe in Jesus the healer. He didn't believe in women preachers. <laughs> Come on now, you know what I mean. And so mommy, uh, Joanna, for whom I named, uh, mom would, she and, and the ladies who believed in Jesus the healer, she'd get up in the morning, she'd fix daddy's dinner, and then they'd get in the car and they'd drive somewhere to see Brother Oral Roberts' tent meeting. <laughs> And I just knew it was a secret because of the way they were acting. You know what I mean? And then we'd be back home by five o'clock. And daddy always, you know, insisted, of course, that we were, you know, dressed for dinner and whatever. We'd be dressed for dinner, you know, the children looking happy. Mother was even more happy because she'd been under that anointing. (laughs) And, you know, people have talked to me and said, well, but... You know, your mother wasn't uh, under, was not under submission to her husband. I leave that to God and my mother. The results have been good in my life. <laughs> I found out about Jesus, the healer. <laughs> and before daddy went to heaven, he was 88. We'd had 17 years. He's like mom, he's 25 years older than mom. We'd had 17 years of silence. And this is for some of you women. Daddy wouldn't talk to me because he wanted an attorney. I was in law school. Daddy didn't want any woman preacher. And so the people at church said that they thought, they really thought I had gotten into some kind of a sinful whatever because daddy just, just wouldn't talk for about 17 years. It was uh, excruciatingly painful because I was a daddy's girl and I loved my daddy. But the Heavenly Father had a higher call on my life. Had a higher call on my life. And a few days before daddy went to heaven, we were having this heart to heart. And I I just knew daddy was going to say, you know, Cookie, uh, I was wrong. just knew because that's what people, isn't that what people are supposed to do before they go to heaven? Say, I was wrong and daddy didn't. And so uh, I eulogized my dad, uh, just insisted that their church wasn't, we were not accustomed to this. I said, well, I I really feel I should. And so they didn't argue after all. They felt last time. So just let her do it. (laughs) And it was probably, oh, I don't know, a few months later, and I was just sort of thinking about Daddy and how much I missed him. 
And God said to me, I've talked to your father, and now he understands. I've talked to your father, and now he understands. And I cried like a baby. I was just, oh God, thank you for taking care of it. That's for some of you who are letting people in your family hold you back from the call that God has on your life. You better get out there and preach the gospel. You better carry that good news where God has told you. You better forget about what your family has said to you. What God has called you to do. You are free in Jesus name to do what God has called you to do. And my father was just in love with his little grandchildren, you know, and the oldest grandchild, Patrice, is a woman preacher. My niece, who I'm about to ordain, is a woman preacher. We laugh about it all the time. Do what God has told you to do. Don't look for the approval of your relatives and your friends. Amen. Yeah. Talk to your pastor. He's going to tell you that. He's going to tell you. If God has placed it in your heart, go ahead and do it. Amen. Let's finish up with Jairus. So the woman stops and she's like I am. My husband says in church, he's King James and I'm amplified. (laughs) That's true. He's King James and I'm amplified. So this woman just has to tell Jesus her whole story. When I was little, this is what happened. And then I grew up and this is what happened. And then I started, and I had, I started having this full of blood. And then it wouldn't stop. And then on, 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 on. Jairus, in the meantime, has a daughter who's at the point of death. And Jesus is just listening to the woman. Isn't that wonderful, women, that Jesus will listen to us? <laughs> that Jesus will listen to us. And then in the 35th verse, while he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, thy daughter is dead. Why troubleth thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard this word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. Now, Pastor Nate, the Holy Spirit told me, that this particular scripture is just for you. So I'm calling you out again, 25 years later. (laughs) And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. So he's calling you, Pastor Bronner, and you, Pastor C. Elijah, and you, Pastor James. Huh? To raise the dead. (laughs) There will come a time, saith the Lord, when I will place it in your spirit. That it is time to go forth in this new stage of your ministry. 
I've been preparing you. And you've been saying, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I'll do what you tell me to do. And saith the Lord, you will say yes again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, see, we say we want to see the glory of the Lord. Amen. You cannot continue in a healing ministry and not have at some point in that healing ministry, somebody come who's going to die in the service. It's just impossible. The man that I trained under, Pastor Ed Dufresne, Pals Verdi's tremendous signs and wonders and healing ministry. And he was traveling with Brother Lester Summerall, and they were someplace, and they got to this village, wherever they were in the Philippines or wherever, and Brother Summerall said to him, Ed, they said a man died in there, go and raise him up. My pastor was saying, thinking to himself, you didn't give me any training on raising the dead. But he, did, he knew better than to say that to Brother Summerall. And so what he did instead was he went in and he remembered this scripture, right? And he said to the man, I command you in Jesus' name. Huh? I command you to come back, your spirit to come back into your body. See, we, we make it sound really religious, but it's actually the calling of the spirit man that has gone to heaven back. And the man testified that he was with Jesus and he was just so happy. Yes, I'm with Jesus. I'm having a good time. We were around heaven. And all of a sudden, he saw Jesus let him see in the earth. And there was Brother Dufresne saying, I command you in Jesus' name to come back. And Jesus said, you have to go back. Because my servant says it. Because my servant says it. Now, I know when, when the Holy Spirit was talking to me, and he's talking to me more and more about this. We believe in salvation because you've heard the sermons preached on it all the time. We believe in healing because you hear the sermons. And we got to start teaching about raising the dead. <laughs> We, we, can't, we can't back away from any of God's word. And so I was trying to be uh, intellectual with God and I said to him, now, Father, don't you think we need some balance? He said, balance? Nobody's out there even trying to raise the dead. <laughs> balance is when we're out of sin. No, nobody's even doing it. Because even though we sing, God has not given us a spirit of fear. We have it. Oh. <laughs> huh? Let me tell you. I decided this because the Holy Spirit told me. He said, it's no need for you to try to put on airs because everybody knows you're a fanatic. Yeah. When there are ice storms in Fort Wayne, we go to church. 
When there's snowstorms, we go to church. When the cities close down, we go to church. He says, your neighbors know you're fanatic. The people at work know you're fanatic. So you might as well just be a fan. Root word is fan. Root word is fan. Might as well be a fanatic for the Lord. Amen. Now, let me tell you just the end of this. I've made a decision. And this is what I've told the people at Fort Wayne Christian Center. We're in a church service. Are you here? That cookie has died. You better come raise me up. You better come raise me up. Because you call for my spirit and I'm coming back. Why is it in the Bible? Oh, the greater works. No, you, you, you. come on now. Amen. And so as we meditate, and I am meditating these scriptures. I'm meditating these scriptures because I'm tired of Satan stealing from the body of Christ. I'm tired of him taking people out of our congregations, out of our families. When Jesus has said these greater works, we will do. Glory to God. Glory to God. So God has me practicing. I'm practicing on birds. Oh, you just, how do you practice? I'm practicing on goldfish. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's so beautiful. The little children at church are helping me. They'll come, Pastor Cookie, my dog is really, really sick, about to die. Come over. I'm practicing. I'm going to get this right. So that when the time comes, I'm going to be ready. Now, there is um, a baby who has um, something wrong with it, I don't know, like jaw, mouth, something like that. Is the mother of that child here? Are you here? A baby. There's, there's a baby that's really, really sick, and I'm supposed to... Uh, give a healing cloth to the mother or aunt or whoever it is. Huh? A baby. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Is that you, honey? That's not you, okay. Okay. There's somebody, there's, there's a baby that someone's supposed to take a healing cloth to. In the name of Jesus. Okay. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name. Saw it this week. Saw that this week. So I know it's I know it's here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A baby. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. talked about. <laughs> I have been the subject of wonderful conversations. <laughs> but Jesus has called you. Mark chapter 16 says that you start in your own backyard, your own front yard. You start at your workplace. You start with your family. You start with the people in your neighborhood. I'm not even a great cook, but I'll bake stuff and take it to people. <laughs> Any sneaky way to get into their homes to minister to them. To minister what they already need. To minister healing to them. But if I tell them I want to minister healing, which I don't because they, you know, they minister healing. No, that sounds really weird. But I'll say, listen, I, I bake something. I, I, I bake something. I want to bring this. Oh, yeah, we'll receive it. And then I get there. And then I minister to them. God wants you to start out in that way. And then as you, as you continue in that way, you know, and talk to your pastor, he'll give you assignments to do. I still clean the toilets at my church. We have a lot of toilets. <laughs> I still clean you know, the bathrooms, right? Part of that ministry. But God increasingly wants us in the ministry of helps, 
of being that help and support to our pastors at our own church. If you believe you have ministry, you want to start right there in your local church, doing everything that your hands have. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Put your hands up to Jesus. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, these ones, Father, who believe they've been called. And, Father, you said that the harvest, yes, Father, that harvest is great. And you need every willing person, Father, to go into their world and preach the gospel. I thank you, Father, after this night, in the name of Jesus, they will be unafraid. Unafraid, Father. They will go forth, Father, with the word in their mouths, Father, like a two-edged sword in their hands, Father. Yes, Father, into the world of darkness and bring people to this marvelous light, bring people to the ark of safety. <laughs> in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Now you get busy. From this moment on, you get busy. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, my new best friend. Of course, I'm going to tell you how to get here. Yes. Yes, mother. special touch with your own special personality. The work that God has for you to do. continue but with greater anointing and force and oh yeah the great things that he has in store for you yet with a little bit of persecution because you're bold because you'll do what he tells you to do and yes you'll make mistakes along the way but guess what you're out there and you're doing it and he will cover those mistakes and people will come running to you Come running to you for healing. And you will tell them, Jesus is the healer and I'm the instrument. Yeah. Wow. In Jesus' name.
So when I was a little girl, there I was. Uh, Brother Oral Roberts, A.A. Allen, everybody. <sighs> People I don't even know. Sister Catherine Kuhlman. Mama took me everywhere. Daddy never knew. Um, <laughs> it's our secret until I was like a teenager. So who are those people in here who have that desire to lay hands on, who, who really, when you see somebody laying hands on the sick, you want to do it too. Come on, raise your hands if you want to do it. Come on up here. Come on up here. Hallelujah. Of course you can do this. Of course. Oh, gosh, look at the army. just Satan, but your own flesh is going to try to hold you back from laying hands on the sick, right? Because you're going to go to somebody and lay your hands on them or whatever, and then people are going to talk about you. And then they're going to start saying you belong to a cult. And I always say, and tell me about a cult. Can you give me the definition of a cult? They never can. So, right? And uh, people are going to uh, start harassing you a little bit and your relatives are, right? But Mark chapter 16 says, you are to lay hands on the sick and they will receive their healing. Jesus commissioned all of his believers to do that. All of his disciples to do that. And so, wow, all the way to the back. Stretch your hands up to heaven. Stretch your hands up to heaven. And in the name of Jesus. Come on, Pastor Bronners. Come on, come on, pastors. Let's release the anointing upon these people. Yeah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, we release the healing power of God into your bodies, into those hands. In the name of Jesus. 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 The healing power of God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name. In the name of Jesus. In the name. In the name. In the name. In the name. Release the healing power of God into your hands in the name of Jesus. In the name, woo, in the name of Jesus. Whoa, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I need to get to the back. How can I get to the back? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He wants me to touch you. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Jesus, glory, the healing anointing on my life be transferred to you and to you and to you in the name, in the name, in the name as the sun of righteousness arises, there's healing in it, the sun of righteousness arises, there's healing in his wings, healing, healing, I release in the name, in the name.
As I walked in tonight and before the service, and when I looked at the backdrop and saw three women with Jesus, literally tears came into my eyes, and I I just realized that even at his resurrection, there were three women with Jesus. And maybe the reason God told me, no men, is because even when Jesus came back from the dead, there were only three women. And perhaps it is a sign and a signal of a new power coming back into this church. Pastor Cookie Rutledge, I I thank you for the impartation not just to me, but upon those here attending and for what you did 25 years ago. I thank you for the word that my brothers could hear. They've heard it before. I've spoken it in this church. God told me one day you'll have the ability to raise the dead. But your problem, and that's why you always got to understand the problem. God has a promise, but in front of every promise is always a problem. It's always, that's a universal spiritual truth. In front of every promise is a problem. But God always gives a provision for the problem. He said, one day you'll have the power to raise the dead, but that's not your problem because that's not your power, that's mine. He said, your problem is going to be handling the pride that goes along with it. God knows where your weaknesses, your strengths, and he'll often tell you in advance some things you have to work on and to deal with if you ever want to move into the destiny of where God has you to go. Many of you came here today for both, you came forward when she called for those who had ministry burning in your heart and those who had, who wanted the laying on of hands and and yet that is a promise it is a gift but it also comes with a problem and if you're not willing to address the problem you'll never get the promise so you have to understand and you have to realize some of the obstacles that you will have to overcome and to deal with And, and she gave you some keys to that and this has been a continual flow of these three nights the first two dealt with birth and she dealt with rearing Because even if you give birth to something and you don't know how to rear it, you have no business having it. So the first two nights dealt with birth. And tonight dealt with how to rear what you've given birth to. Many of you will move forward in ministry, but I want you to follow her example. She says she follows her husband everywhere. And she said she did not leave the house. She came out of ministry to take care of her home. Then went back into ministry when her child left the house going off to college. So she handled some priorities first before she went out into ministry. So for then you want the healing, heal your house first. And lay hands on the folk close to you first. And then move out into ministry. So, so Pastor Cookie, I am just, I am so thankful for you. And I still remember those 
I think it's been 27 years ago. <laughs> a long, long time, but I have recognized something even with myself. I am more feminine empowered. I, I know that. Even the first time I was ever knocked down in the Holy Spirit, it was a woman who laid hands on me. Now, I, I don't know, maybe somebody, I just respond better to a woman's touch. I'm just sorry. I just do. I just do. And I'm just sorry. I just, just me and somebody, just, they, don't, they don't cut it with me. I just respond better to a woman's touch. Just pure and simple as that. So I, I thank you for coming and gracing and blessing us tonight with that word and with that message and with that anointed touch and it even gives us direction in terms of of where we're going I have not announced this during any of the other nights of the revival but for those who attend the ark you know that we have God heals and we have it once per month and it is always on the first Sunday of the biblical month, not the first Sunday of our traditional Gregorian calendar month. It's on the first Sunday of the biblical month, with the month God said. And when he so it's and I didn't even know this when I planned for the revival. It was only a few weeks ago that I happened to check it and to see. I said, God heals comes on the Sunday following the revival. So it's tomorrow night, and, and when I found that out, I asked Pastor Cookie if she could stay for God Heals. So she will be here to, tomorrow night. Now, there's one thing about God Heals. You do have to be here on time or you cannot get in. It's something that God spoke to me when we formed it. He said, seal the doors at 7 p.m. So if, if you're coming up the steps at 7, it's, the door going to be locked. You got to be inside the ark. We use an atomic clock. There's some, so if it's 701, I'm sorry. You, I'm, I'm, and and this, this is the, the divine command. We have to seal those doors. You have to be here based on timing. You got to be here. So Pastor Cookie Rutledge will be here tomorrow. So be inside of the ark early. If you need healing. It is, is one needle. The, the lady who gave me, who talked to me as she came up the steps, would you come forward right quick? Uh, where are you? Uh, you, you, you? I just want you to just, for just a second, just, just tell the people what you told me as you came into the ark today. Thank you, Jesus. The only thing I can say right now is wow. with cancer the first part of the year and uh, I want to try to make a long story short but God is good God is good told me um, that I had cancer, they said I had cancer on my ovaries and my kidneys. I said, okay, I'm getting ready to die. So I didn't tell anybody for about, uh, you know, like a week. And I went to work and everything, excuse me. I went to work 
and rolled around to work and everything, you know, like everything was all right. But uh, I talked to my friend, Carol, and I couldn't. Uh, mm, excuse me. It comes to this church, Carol, and but, uh, I know I'm surrounded with um, angels because um, I go, I'm a member of the Word of Faith, okay? And when I, the week before surgery, I was trying to get to church. I said, I got to get to church, you know, to hear the Word. But uh, my side was hurting so bad, I, the devil was telling me to turn around. But I said, no, I'm going to press on. So when I got to church, um, Bishop was p- p- preaching on... Uh, prevailing faith and so okay I mean I, okay I listened to that so my friend told me she said Nita she said you gotta come to the healing I said what healing you know she said at the church you know we have a healing at the church on Sunday I said well girl I said okay that's alright so uh, I came and uh, this man right here in the green suit I said, well, darn, I said to myself, I said, hmm, I said, the preacher not going to lay hands on me? You know, I mean, I'm being for real. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I walked up and I was like, okay. So, devil telling me, you know, you ain't going, you ain't going to do nothing. Before that man got three words that I was laying flat on that floor. I said, okay. But I'm going to make a long story short. When I had my first surgery, right after the healing, they went in, they didn't find no cancer. that I went in on the 23rd 22nd I'm going to tell you something before I tell you this I was laying in that bed that tape I'm telling you if you don't believe in Jesus now by the time he gets through with you you will I was laying in my bed in that in that uh in that hospital bed yeah, my bed started to move I was listening I had the tape I listened to that tape every night every night and the bed started moving. I said well shoot I said why they, I, I can't get no sleep I said the bed keep going maybe you know it's something that they have nowadays okay but when I got home God said you're gonna listen and you're gonna feel me I was laying in my, I got a heavy artillery bed. My bed, you can't move it, okay? But I was laying there listening to my tape. The healing CD. The healing CD. And God moved that bed. Lord, I was floating. I was floating. 
second where they took my right kidney. But the doctor came in the room and he said, your cancer was contained inside of the kidney. No chemo, no nothing. Cancer free. heard of the words. Now, I don't know about that making your bed float. I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, I believe in angels, and I believe that, that that was the angels all around. And tell, you know, and I, I love God so much, and I thank you for this program. I told Carol, and I said, I just can't wait to come. I just can't wait to come. And I, I know I love him so much, and I even love him more. Than I ever had in my life. And Pastor Rutledge, I even have to thank you for the CD. I I told you the reason that I recorded that CD was from the inspiration. When I called you and told you that we were beginning this program at the church, you sent me free of charge a lot of your CDs. I was out jogging, listening to it, and that's where the inspiration came. I had... I had a lot of musical background from making R&B records way back. That's what I was doing when I came the first time with Word, Prophets, and Healing. So when I listened to yours, I knew that that style put to music would have a different... And that's that's what inspired me to do it. So I, you were the inspiration and the seed of a lot. You really were. So I, I thank you for that. And the power with God heals us here in the church prophet dexter he fills in if i'm not here one of us will always be here it's not us it's not us it is the power of god so it will be here at 7 p.m tomorrow you need to be inside of the ark before 7 p.m and cookie rutledge will be here with us and i'm going to turn actually the service over to her and let her conduct the service on tomorrow. Now she has a lot of her material here. It'll be it's on the table. It'll be on the table in the back. You need to get some. This is the stuff that inspired me. If you need healing, you need to listen to it and let this filter in and get in your system. It's powerful. And it's a great gift that God has bestowed upon her. And I just I thank you for it. And I thank you for what you've spoken here tonight over us and just the charge that you gave and and uh, um, my brother's now going to go with me to the funeral home next time. <laughs> and, and, and that is a real story. Now, you know, I'm not kidding about that. We did have a member here who died, and we got the message one night, and we were out somewhere, and I, I told my brother, I said, look, we're supposed to have the power to raise the death, and so let's go to that funeral home. And it, they said, well, it's nighttime. I said, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, let's go to that funeral home. And uh, and they called up and they and, and they really weren't because you were right. It's not a matter of being in balance. It's not done at all. No one even tries anymore. And I said, look, what do we got to lose by trying? 
And they called up to the funeral home and they said, they just finished embalming. They said, oh, that's it. So, so. We will have a new charge. And, 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 and you begin with the heavy duty spiritual stuff, oftentimes with the small stuff. So remember tomorrow, 7 p.m., God heals. We are winding down to the end of the three women with Jesus, and hasn't it been phenomenal? It has, it has literally gone beyond my wildest expectations. We have our, our speaker from the first night, Dr. Karen Batodi. If you would just stand and turn around and let them see you. Amen. The speaker from last night, they have to minister in the morning, so they had to leave this morning or else they would have been with us also. But it has been truly it has been a blessing beyond measure. And I have no doubt in my mind that God is going to bless those who participated and who attended today. And as I saw the picture of the three women with Jesus, it's just kind of laid on my heart to produce this thing and to promote those three women. I think what they have to offer to the world is phenomenal. And... There is a feminine touch when properly administered. And I must admit now, just as, as, as Pastor Rutledge talked about some of the perversion spirits is in the church. And I thank God for Brother Ivan. I, I really do. Because most, a, a good number of the churches, to be honest about it, they got gay spirits over the music department. You, I know it and you know it. I, I just, I'm just telling you like it is. So why are you so shocked when you have put spirits over your praise and worship? Why are you so shocked that them same folk molest your children? I mean, what's so shocking about that? You have set a man up in authority that you know sleeping with another man. So why are you so shocked? That's some some perverted spirit and now that perversion has gotten into the pastors because a whole lot of them on the down low so why are you so shocked about that that's why you can't let this stuff creep in even by the drop when it creeps in it gets in it pollutes the whole thing so I just thank you for being bold enough to say what you said because they know it's true and mothers you are charged with protecting your children. My, my wife, even at a point, she came to me and my son was supposed to go to a party, a little birthday party. And my wife said, she said, I had a, I had a dream about that house. And they're nice people. I said, I said, if you had that dream, he's not going. I, I don't care how nice they look. I, I don't care what the house is like. I don't care how educated they are. I don't care how affluent they may appear to be. I said, if you had that dream about our child in that house, he's not going. And he didn't go. I said, you can call him up, make whatever kind of excuse you want to make. He said, but what are they going to think? I was, I don't care what they think. He's not going. 
And there are some well-to-do, educated people with high positions. And I got some doubts about that daddy, and I won't let my child go over that house. Because I got some questions about it. And if you got questions, there's something that tickles in your spirit. You understand what I'm talking about? You know, and and you, you, don't, you don't quite know for sure, but there's something that tickles in your spirit that this man ain't quite right. Women, as a general rule, never molest children. It's always men. You don't have to worry about women. It's all, as, as, a, as 99.9% of the time, it's always men. The first message we had was Dr. Batodia who preached WOW ED, women on watch, expecting delivery. And, and Pastor James told me when he heard that ED, the first thing, because we, we, we're in the natural products, we understand med- the medical term, what ED means is erectile dysfunction. <clears throat> and one of the problems why women cannot have delivery is because of erectile dysfunction. Men won't stand up. And when a man won't stand up, society cannot deliver what it is supposed to deliver. And the revival for next year, God has already revealed to me. It'll begin on October 21st. So put that in your calendar for next year. But there's a completion that God wants to even bring unto this. And I just thank the three women with Jesus for being obedient. And for coming and ministering from their heart and from their experience. And I just felt it. There was something about this thing that just went straight through to my soul. I just felt it. And God has changed me. And even the first night when my wife came home and, and I told my wife, I said, uh, look, it's been a lot of women now. I'm, it's been, I'm shaking all these beautiful women's hands. I, said, it's, I, we, I told my wife, I'm tired. But she, she began to then pour out what God had spoken to her and all of the stuff. And she sat and talked for an hour how God had spoken to her. And then after she finished, she said, I don't talk this long. We could have been not done something. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said. But my wife was so filled with the power of this revival. My mother called me and she said, I had to get up in the middle of the night and go down and get me half a sleeping pill. She said, this thing so charged me, I couldn't even go to sleep at night. I, it, it was something about it was just good. I, I don't know how many of you all experienced it, but when you got home, you couldn't even go to sleep. It is the power of the anointing and it is a power of God that has infused into you. 
And I believe everyone who really pressed their way to this, even those who were late. I, I stayed at the door. I said I would leave exactly at seven because anyone who came after us. But, but God just spoke to me. I want you to just represent grace. Because he said, you need grace because you don't do everything right. And, and I do. I need grace. Says I want you to just stand at the door beyond time. But, but you got, they're going to be locked tomorrow now. Because that's the command. But indeed, this three nights, it has been absolutely phenomenal. And there are those of you who you've received an anointing. God has spoken some things to you. For God heals tomorrow, I want to ask Tracy to stand up there with us. You see, when God speaks a word to you, it is not just for you to let sit dormant. When God speaks it and he empowers it, it's for you to do something with it. And many of us, we've been given words, but, but yet we, she told those of you who came for ministry, to start working where you are. Oftentimes, when, when we think of ministry, what we want to do is stand right here in front of all of the people and get glory. That's what we want to do. God wants you to work. D- did you hear what she talked about or what she did and how she worked around the church? When I began in ministry, it was not preaching. I began promoting my brother Dale. That was my job. I, I made cassette tapes. I sat there faithfully. I was behind that video camera every time he, and I was never late. Not one time did he not get up to speak that I wasn't there running the camera. I did this for years and years and years and years. It was ministry. But I was not in front of the camera. I was behind it. So for those of you who are called into ministry, don't, don't think that you just got to stand up in a pulpit and preach. Ministry is service to the people wherever it is. If you are ushering, if you're, if you're helping someone at the steps, if you're passing out, whatever you're doing, ministry is serving the people. So for those who have received the anointing of ministry and the anointing of healing, laying on of hands. God will open up avenues for you to do this, but it often will not be in comfortable or acceptable environments. The place where he may want you to lay hands on somebody, you may say, oh my goodness, not here and not now. So when God gives you a gift, it is to take not into the sanctified acceptance of the church walls but out into the world where it is truly needed and tonight we we held off even the call for salvation until the very last night you can do miracles Lord, Lord, did not we perform miracles in your name? Didn't we heal the sick, raise the dead? Didn't we do miracles in your name? Get away from me. Ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. The real gift is the acceptance of salvation. It is not 
the ability to perform miracles because salvation is the greatest miracle. These bodies are destined to die. You can prolong it, but they're destined to die. I don't care. These, these bodies going to dust. But the eternal spirit is the real miracle. And I would rather have my body riddled with cancer and die tomorrow than to live to be a hundred and burn in hell forever. So the real miracle, now God has commissioned me to, to, to teach on healing, and that's tomorrow is the first Sunday. So I'm not going to preach an excitable, emotional sermon. Tomorrow's going to be some practical stuff dealing with maintaining your health. I want to be able to have the ability to heal you, but my greatest desire and God's desire is for you not to get sick in the first place. That's my charge right now. But the greatest miracle is salvation. And if you don't have that, you don't have anything. And there are those of you who have attended this revival. And you're not sure about your salvation. Because I am sure that the people who said, Lord, Lord, did not we do miracles in your name had come down for salvation. They were doing miracles. They, they, they weren't ordinary people. They, they were doing miracles. But somehow in their heart, they had never truly accepted Christ. They just did the walk. And if you're sitting here today and you're not sure in your heart, but you want to open your heart and you want to accept our Lord in Jesus Christ right now, I'm going to ask you to stand and come forward. Now, I know you can get more people if you ask everybody to bow your heads and then slip your hand up and then make them stand up. I know you get more people that way. You absolutely do. If you tell everybody to bow your head and just slip your hand up, because people, when they slip their hand up, they say, well, nobody's going to see my hand slipped up. And then you tell them to stand up, and they say, oh, my goodness. No, you're going to do this in full view and full conscious, because if you're ashamed to admit him before men, so if right now, this night, you want to accept our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. I ask you to stand up in front of God and men and come forward. And I am going to ask we have two of the Women with Jesus, Dr. Batodia and Pastor Rutledge. I am going to ask them to come. And you'll hurry up if you're coming. Come on. Sometimes there's, there's a window of opportunity. And I am just going to ask them to come and, and administer salvation unto you. There is a power with these women. Women have some power. I know that without question. When I first met my wife and, and she used to just touch me on my shirt, 
that was an electrical force that ran through me to just women have some power. I'm, I'm, I'm feminine and power. That's just, I, I recommend men just, I'm sorry, men just don't do anything for me. <laughs> I'm feminine and power. I know that. So a powerful woman can transform and elevate a man and you can take her sometimes, well you gotta have something to start with, but but a but a good, real good woman, you can really make something out of a man. Hey, I believe it too. Three women with Jesus. When the men had left and lost faith. going to ask them to come now in representation of that to bring Jesus back into your heart back into your lives as you come forward now to accept him with your mouth the Lord Jesus and if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead then you shall be saved I'm going to ask you to repeat this confession after me put your hands up to heaven Father in the name of Jesus I've heard what your word says that if I will believe in my heart that Jesus was raised from the dead if I confess with my mouth that he is my Lord, then I will be saved. Father, I receive that by faith. I thank you, Father, that I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Tonight, according to my confession, and the blood of Jesus. I am born again. I am saved in Jesus' name. Come on, people, rejoice. Hallelujah, Jesus. Since you opened up the revival, I'm going to ask you if you would give us our benediction for the evening. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, give him glory. Give him glory. 
to flow. We thank you even now, oh God, that bodies are being healed. We thank you even now that the dead will rise again. We thank you even now. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Come on, give him glory in the Yourself, sweet anointing, 
this rest. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for the instructions. Father, I pray even now that we would walk in obedience. We would adhere to your word. And Father, as we walk in obedience, our eyes are on you. we thank you that you will amaze us. You will surprise us. Because God, we realize that it's not us, but it's your power. So Father, we thank you. Even as we go tonight, we're not dismissed from your presence. God, we thank you for watching over us. We thank you that your presence is ever with us. Father, we thank you and we continue to look forward And we expect the unexpected. We expect bodies to be healed. We expect the dead to be risen again. We expect in the name of Jesus that what that what seems impossible will be made possible. We expect in the name of Jesus what the doctor said is not. We said God said it is so. So God we expect it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Come on, people, give God glory. Don't forget, um, Pastor Rutledge has her material in the back. Be sure to stop at the table and and get some. Oh, we forgot. We got the um, gift presentation. (laughs) Who is presenting that? Phyllis, would you come and give the gift presentation for tonight? Good evening. How's everybody doing tonight? Okay. We are going to give our gift presentation to our first ladies. Will all our first ladies please come up? a token of our appreciation for all that you do for us at the art and we just want to say thank you. And we would also like to thank Tracy, the Mr. Ceremony tonight for the wonderful job that she did. Okay, now we would like to have Pastor Cookie to come up. See, what Pastor Cookie didn't tell you, uh, last night we was at Walmart at 11.30, (laughs) buying some things. But I told Pastor Cookie about 42, so I think I convinced her to get on the 42 fast, didn't I? So we just want to say thank you. I thank you for the word that you brought this evening. I'm sure that everyone here enjoyed your message. Thank you. Amen, amen. Well, thank you all again for coming.
You all have a beautiful evening. For those who are members here at the Ark, I'll see you in the morning. And for those of you at other churches, you be there in the morning. If you don't have a church home, you are welcome here. We start at 1055 sharp. Be blessed. You are listening to airjesus.com and the online word.com. This was the third night of the Three Women with Jesus revival. This message is number 6299. That's 6299. The title of this message was, The Healing Touch of Jesus. To send this message number 6299 to a friend, go to airjesus.com or theonlineword.com. Listen regularly and keep your spirit charged up.